Korea has the most coronavirus cases. They've come up with a new innovative way to test for the virus in the form of a drive-through. This is a free service that the city of Gyeong is offering anybody. I just took the test, actually. Vehicles come through here, and you get a questionnaire, you get your hand sanitized, and then you go through a number of stations here. Damn, Korea is advanced. They've got drive-through testing? <laughs> and apparently, using this, they have screened more than 100,000 people for coronavirus, which is impressive. And probably the first time people going through a drive-through are getting healthier. <laughs> but also, why isn't America doing this? Right? This is the land of the drive-through. Yeah, drive-through fast food, drive-through banks, drive-through liquor stores. I mean, when I'm in a rush, I go to a drive-thru therapist, you know? And just like, stop being sad. Thank you. Goodbye. Speaking of being sad or not, I have a list of the happiest states in front of me. Wow. It is Super Tuesday. More powerful than your regular Tuesday. No. Well. With all 62 states and 13 provinces voting... <laughs> We'll have the results tomorrow for you. Well, remember, Jack, as American Samoa goes, so goes Samoan Americans or something. <laughs> I'm looking at the uh, recommendations for health care providers when you actually test somebody for the COVID-19, mm-hmm. which don't worry about it, folks. Really, seriously. I'm not. I wasn't. It, it would appear that the, the fatality numbers were grossly overreported because... There are uh, there are clearly many more people with it than we have any idea of, and it might be many, 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 many people walking around mildly ill, and it's uh, flu bad at worst. My son's sick. The Yet last the world's going into a bit of a panic. My son's sick the last twenty four hours with kind of flu like symptoms, a little bit of a fever, little sick. Could have been the corona. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Zero percent death rate among children, as far as they can uh, figure out right now. Boy, the, the guidelines, and these are fairly new guidelines. They were sent to us by an insider in a county in Cal Unicornia. But they still mention um, history of travel from mainland China, South Korea, Japan, Italy, or Iran within 14 days of symptoms onset or, or I guess, fever with severe acute lower respiratory illness, um, blah, blah, blah. I don't uh, uh, Yeah, hmm. It's absolutely true at this point that there are just people everywhere with it. Should I go to Costco and the usual wipe out the entire shelf of uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper? Yes, and water. And mm-hmm. uh, water, because inexplicably the uh, the water system is about to stop working. Or are you one of those people who just refuses to drink tap water and the idea of uh, anything but bottled water is terrible to you? If so, I would suggest you are not hardy enough to survive this latest nightmare. <laughs> Which is um, just not that nightmarish. So who put together this list of the happiest states for me? Uh, it's one of the... the Zipia. Yeah, the survey sites. Thank you, Zipia. Um, if you're a long-time listener of the show, you know my thing on any list like this is to go straight to their criteria, because if the criteria are stupid, I'm not going to waste my time. And the criteria for these kind of things are often stupid. Yes, indeed. Um, the best num- place to raise kids... The one of the criteria that's thirty percent of the weighting might be uh, most government-sponsored health care or, or, or uh, you know child care. Yeah, uh, a big one is recycling. Most recycling centers or right. something. That's like the best that. place to raise a kid. Okay, so yeah. then that don't count. I kind of like this list though. Their stuff here is pretty good. How they determine the happiest states? Here are your five criteria. Uh, here is or here are. I don't care. Here be um, <laughs> depression rates. 
Okay, that's a pretty good one. The less depression, the happier the state. Thanks for spelling that out for me. <laughs> Just um, in case you were, you know, not sure which way it went. Household income, they have more is happier. Oh, uh, that's complicated. Yeah, I don't know if I dig that or not. Although I like the results, so, but... Unless it's uh, um, divided by cost of living, some sort of cost of living index. That's just silly. I should look into that, because they must have, because the results are kind of surprising. Just, uh, name a bunch of states will make jokes about it. Well, them. the results are kind of surprising to me. So, okay. Um, unemployment, less is happier. Commute yeah. length, shorter is happier. Hours worked, less is happier. Commute length's a funny one for... Uh, for 130 million people, I don't know. I saw the stats the other day. That's a non-existent thing. I di- I didn't grow up with commute length being anything you ever thought of or talked about. You wouldn't even ever. use the word commute. You just no. drive to work. It's no. right over there. No. Everybody <laughs> drove to work and their commute was the same. It wasn't far enough for your car to warm up or cool off, right. depending on the time of year. <laughs> um, That's how long your commute is. And you know where you parked? Right in front of wherever you're going, because there was always a parking spot there. Uh, but that is still that way for many, many, many yeah. people. So I don't mind that standard at all, but it's notable to me that there's nothing about uh, you know proximity of family on average or anything like that. But here are your results. How about happy. recycling? Do they mention that? Because I can't be happy in a place without number, some good recycling. Number of escape rooms per capita. That'd be big on my, <laughs> on my yeah. list. Yeah, no kidding. The Midwest, how sure. About, how it is its course, but how about number A holes? <laughs> you live in a place with a lot of A holes, you're going to be less happy. What do you think of this as a saying? Because I've heard this from a guy for a long time, and he's a, a very uh, happy, balanced person. Ah, if you if you run into more than one, I don't like that term. I found that I find that term really coarse. Is there another term that's as good? Oh, jerk. We could go with jerk. Yeah, sure. that's. It's not as descriptive, certainly. No. <laughs> no. Probably for, for the better. But anyway. Yes. If you run into more than one jerk in a day, okay. the second one's probably you. i got to contemplate that for a minute. If you run into one more than one jerk in a day, the if second If you run into one... a lot of jerks, it's probably you. You're the, you're the problem. You're is the, inducing is the, their jerkiness. Or it's just your attitude. Man. You're just yeah. Everything's everything's bothering you that day or whatever. Okay. Um, one, you know, okay. you can run it. You can legitimately run into a jerk. Yeah. But you know, you hit two, and you don't usually hit two by nine o'clock in the morning. It's probably you, okay. which is I find to be true. Uh, I gotta contemplate that for a while. Uh, anyway, happiest states. Accusing me <clears throat> of being a jerk. That's a pretty jerky thing to say. The Midwest sure is happy. A-hole. Eight. Eight of the ten happiest states are in the Midwest, based on the criteria I just listed to you. Eight of the ten. Having lived all over the country, that does not ring false to me a bit. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, here are your ten happiest states in order from ten to one. New Jersey is number ten. That's not the Midwest. Uh, no. Quickly moving up to... It's one of your yellingest states. I've lived there, too. Oh! Right, not just that. <laughs> moving up the list... Get out of my way, a-hole! They, they drop that a lot. But the rest of the list is definitely, for the most part, in between the interstates. As we all know, outside of your two big interstates, I-5 on the West Coast and 90 on the East Coast? 95? 95. We yeah. lived there. It went right through Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. But uh, to the right of that one and to the left of I-5, those people all voted for Hillary and everybody in between voted for Trump. Damn and near. I, I mean, and yeah. the numbers are astonishing yep. um, on how true that is. It's really interesting. But anyway... Uh, in between those two interstates, you got the number nine, Wyoming, number eight, Iowa, number seven, Minnesota. 
Number six, uh, one of your Dakotas. It cut off. So it's either south or north. I'm guessing south. I'm guessing south just because it's so damn cold in the north. There aren't enough people in North Dakota to register. Right. Uh, number five, people in South... I'm from South Dakota. In South Dakota, you think, how does anybody live up there? That's a common thing to think in South Dakota. Sure. God, you'd have to be crazy to live up there. Meanwhile, Canadians <laughs> go there for a winter vacation. <laughs> Show up in shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And bathing uh, suits. Number five, outside the interstates, but a different lifestyle, Hawaii. Uh, number four, Nebraska. Number three, Wisconsin. Number two, Montana. Number one, Utah. Just that chunk of the country. Number one, Utah. Wow. Yeah. Got to be the influence of the uh, the LDS Church. I know we're on all the salt. family time, simpler life, etc. I don't know if I've ever met an angry Mormon. No, no, I've been in. Uh, we we been have a- one listener, Tony, the caustic Mormon. Oh, that's true. That's close. We've been on in Salt Lake City for a long time, and uh, one of my best friends lives in Salt Lake City. But Utah is uh, just fantastic. I think fantastic. Um, I spent an afternoon there once, and all I could think about is I got to come back here. This place is really cool. Um. I don't Beautiful, know what, too. Oh, absolutely. Scenery, please. But uh, I don't know what you do with this information. It seems like the fact that they're clustered so heavily in a certain part of the country based on that criteria is, uh, I don't know what that means. Also the same with the voting. I mean, the fact that the voting outside of the interstates was so starkly different than inside of those interstates. Mm-hmm. It's about population density, mostly, in my opinion. Having read something about this, you know, a fair amount through the years, people who are more crammed together need more rules, and they want more rules, and they want an an arbiter. They want the authorities to sort this out, whatever this is. And people in the center of the country, not quite as densely crammed together, think, no, we can handle this ourselves. If I have a dispute, we'll talk about it, we'll settle it. I'm not banging against somebody 30 times a day. That's the great urban-rural divide in this country, and, and, well, I don't want to get too far into this, but it's, it is going to be a real political crisis, and they're dealing with it, we're dealing with it, and in various states, Washington, Oregon, California in particular, where you got the crammed-together coastal cities that are so left, and then you got people living in vast, wide-open spaces. If you've never been to eastern Washington, you don't know what vast, wide-open spaces are. It's astonishing. And all those people, millions of people living very happy lives, don't give a rip what the people of, say, Seattle think the government ought to do and what the taxes ought to be. They just they have no relationship with them other than they live inside the same artificially drawn, roughly rectangle. That's called the state of Washington. And that's a tough one to reconcile, man. Right. You're some 11 times pierced, tattooed barista in, uh, in, in, in uh, Seattle exchanging your needles, you know, the rest of it. <laughs> oh, then you got some farmer out in eastern Washington who has 10,000 acres and, and, you know, the biggest town is 11,000 people and the next one that big and not is, a single piercing. is an hour and a half away and the only piercings are in the ears of the women, like normal people. <laughs> it's just very different. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, we're learning more about Bernie, right, as he's getting more attention. His views on charity are pretty striking, if you haven't heard this. Among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
used to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Oh boy, who's with me? When was that? Was that yesterday? Was that recent? It's, it's very recent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Within twenty-four or thirty-six hours. It is Super Tuesday. He, um, I thought his his, uh, his speech Saturday night was really good, and I thought his uh, thing yesterday with Mayor Pete was really good. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah, see. And listen, I'm not going to be cruel because I know he's fought a stutter since he was a little kid, and and it's it's brave and it's hard, and 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 I'm not going to make fun of somebody with a speech impediment. But that was a train wreck. That was terrible. <laughs> Play it again. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Oh boy! I apologize for that. How could we that have sharing. gone wronger we were, unless he had threatened to? I don't know. Sleep with his mom or something in the middle of that. How could that have gone worse? It was really a lot like the John Mulaney thing from Saturday Night Live. We're sharing an elephant. <laughs> we all these so, truths to be self-evident. So the Ebola oh. monkey shows up. <laughs> and I wrestled them straight to mercy. <laughs> what? All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing, right? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. Resist we much, had, and we much to that had kind be of dedicated. Had kind of stopped thinking about Joe Biden because I thought it was just his can. I thought his candidacy was completely dead. Um, uh, but we're back to that, you know, and Brit Huma Fox says, look, I'm the same age and I've slipped and I think he's slipped. And mm. I think he's a little senile, frankly. And that's, no, you know, you make enough speeches, you're going to have some stumbles and fumbles and bumbles and misspeak. You'll be distracted by something in the audience and you'll say something you hadn't, in, hadn't intended to. It happens to us all the time, but Biden is, um, is he just gaff prone or is he losing it? I don't know. Do you want to hear the long one? Or is that just mean? Just beating up an old man? <laughs> you stage bum fights, don't you? <laughs> what? That's what you do in your spare time on the weekends. You stage bum fights. Here's the way to do it. Let's play it, then decide whether it was a good thing or not. Look, tomorrow's Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. It would put 720 million back million women back in the workforce. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. What's not to like about Vermont in terms of the beauty of it? And what a neat town. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the, you know the thing. <laughs> and by yeah. the way, I got hairy legs. <laughs> you know, there were a variety of, of, of sorts of gaps in there. Yeah. Interchanging thousands and millions or hundreds of thousands or whatever. I let him off the hook for that. Sure. Because as a politician, all politicians do that. Their stump speeches are full of statistics, a few of which may be legitimate. Um, but they throw in millions and billions and thousands all the time. And I could, I, you know, that, that uh, Joe Biden knows 150 million people haven't been killed in gun, by gun violence in the last 10 years. Some of the stuff, though, is just odd. 
I just don't know what's going on there. Is he dyslexic as well, or I mean, no. we, we choose the truth over facts. No, it's I mean, it's he's a he's a really old man. And his brain doesn't work as good as it used to. I think it's just that simple. Mm. This idea is a bunch of malarkey. No, I don't think it is, Joe. Whether or not it's disqualifying or not, I I, I don't know. I mean. I, Glibness might be gone. Is uh, you know the ability to to think about a complex problem and come up with an answer change at all? I don't have any. I don't have any way of measuring that. But hmm. but if he says one of those things on a debate stage with Trump, like one of those things that's really wacky, I think. Trump, said, hey, Esther. Trump's not just going to let it slide. No. Oh no. Yeah, right. Like on the Democrat. <laughs> I'm thinking of a couple of those. Uh, everybody just kind of chuckled or rolled their eyes or made a face, but then just stared at their podium and quietly. Trump will not do that. <laughs> he will hammer them. He will riff on it for the next five minutes. <laughs> right. And listen, maybe this should not be true, but the most devastating thing is mockery. Not a, a clever or powerful counterargument, although that's good. If you can make your opponent look laughable, it's over. You've won. Okay, Surgeon General says stop buying masks. Stop going to the hospital to see if you got coronavirus. Stop stocking up on toilet paper. It's funny, I just saw a video last night of John Mayer doing this song earlier this week for Howard Stern's show, not to mention other radio shows, but Howard Stern regularly has giant musical acts doing songs for his show for some reason. Why not? They're available on YouTube. Yeah, why not if you can do it? Anyway, John Mayer's version was pretty cool. Uh, the uh, Fed just reduced rates again. It's to try to stop a recession from happening in the midst of coronavirus. Um, and uh, and so that's interesting because we're already crazy low right. and going lower. At some point, you're going to run completely out of room, aren't All we? the tools are out of the drawer. Um, and then the New York Times with this article, Will the coronavirus cause a recession? Keep your eye on barber shops. And then it goes down and explains more in detail how you know when you're in a recession is when people... Uh, when f- businesses that aren't necessarily tied in to the so-called cause of the recession mm-hmm. are seeing a cutback. When people stop getting haircuts. Stretching it by another week or two or three till they yeah, get their next that's haircut. That's when we're in trouble. Because right now hey, it's yeah, all beautiful just... beautiful hair. It's, right until it got cut off. Because right now it's all corona-related sectors that are uh, being affected. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good real-worldy way to look at it. My son, I just... So I was going to take my son back to school today... He he's he's homesick with a fever. Oh, and uh, so he missed school yesterday. They don't let you go to school when you have a fever in the modern world, which I guess is a good idea. Uh-huh. My wife made the mistake of mentioning the fever on the phone, which meant which made them say, "Well, then he can't be coming in tomorrow either." Right, you got to be fever free for twenty four hours. They yeah, say. so you got to keep that to yourself. But um, we'll so keep your kid home. Oh well. Uh, so, but his fever went away, and it legitimately went away late morning. And they and usually so, feel great, and yeah. they're all spunky and everything. Yeah, and, you know, and he was pr- practically normal. Uh, well, the fever's back today. But my point being, at what point do you think it's coronavirus or get checked? Now, the Surgeon General is saying stop taking your kids to the the hospital to see if they've got coronavirus. Partially because you know what we're going to do if they have the coronavirus, send you back home and say you know give them a hot soup and stuff. Same thing we'd say with anything yeah, else. Plenty of rest and fluids. Yeah. Well, especially given and thank God or, or you know 
nature, whatever. Uh, who am I to tell you who to thank? Uh, it appears to not be killing children, this thing. So well, m- hardly anybody, period, but definitely right, not children. Right. And and if you're not hip to this, uh, they're figuring out that there are many, many, many people all over the place with this thing. And so the whole uh, 2% death rate, which is 10, 20 times the, the flu death rate, whatever, it's just that, that statistic is meaningless. If you don't know the number total, how do you know the percentage that it kills? And they don't even come close to knowing the total number. So you just got to wait and see. I just I don't think it's nearly as bad as the, uh, the, the media would have you believe because they're trying to pump up their ratings. I burnt the living bejesus out of my tongue yesterday oh, drinking hot coffee. Sorry to hear that. Worst I've ever done. Still can't taste anything. After decades of drinking coffee. Yeah. I what? know. I think the same thing when I do it to myself. How okay. did I? What? How could I not be good at this? It's like when you hit your head getting into your car. I've gotten mm-hmm. into my car a thousand times. Why did I just smash my ear on the door this time? Right. <laughs> not tasting anything is actually a superpower. If I could, if if I had to lose one sense, I would willingly lose taste. Yeah. Never. Never. The others. You, are, the you, others are all essential to survival. Taste you, is the only thing that holds you back. You give up one of the other ones. Absolutely. Over taste. The Which Epicurean one? lifestyle is my greatest delight. So you're going to go through life blind so you can taste? No way. No, probably not. Um, uh, but So I, it's eaten on my coffee, and I put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. Still not hot. Put it in for 15 seconds. Still not hot. And out of frustration, fine! Put it in for... Ah, now you're hot! <laughs> and then I took a big swick of it. And then I had the... I've done this before, where it's in your mouth, and you have like a millionth of a second... Do I, Is this so bad I should spit it out? Yes, yes. All over the place and make a giant mess? Yes. Or tough it out? I Do tough, it. I toughed it out. The man just seared my tongue. Oh, boy. Oh, I hate so that now thing. you got no sense of taste. Right. Whether you like it Luckily, or not. Luckily, it was after I hit my donut bottom. I believe I have hit my donut bottom. And if you eat enough donuts, you will have a donut bottom. Oh, yeah. Look at the donut bottom on him or her. What, what, what was your donut bottom? I just, I ate so many donuts yesterday, and it's been oh. so many days in a row that I just, just saying it almost made me chunder just now. Wow. I just, I don't, I don't know that I can ever even look or smell a donut ever again. I've known people who have gone on all sorts of different binges. I've never known anybody who's <laughs> gone on a, a multi-day donut binge. I think I've had donut every day for 14 days straight, something like that. Yeah. Well, now that you burned your taste buds off, you can just eat broccoli. It tastes the same as a donut. Exactly. Pretend it's a donut. Mmm, delicious long drawn. Funny texture, but yummy. Um, <laughs> so, I don't, uh, you know, I don't, I'm sure there are questionnaires all over the internet how you assess whether you are an alcoholic or not. Has drinking ever caused you to blank? Do you ever blank because you've been drinking? Do people ever say to you, your drinking is blank? I mean, if you were to insert donut instead of drinking in one of those questionnaires, I'd be curious to see, has your wife ever said, honey, I think you're donutting too much? <laughs> Have you ever or, gotten in a fight when you'd eaten a donut? <laughs> Have your kids ever say, said, daddy, why are you donutting? Have you ever woken up with a stranger because you've had too many donuts? <laughs> yes. Wait, are the, am I supposed to be writing these down? Have you ever called in sick to work because you had too many donuts the previous night? Huh? Crashed my car with a donut between my legs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Frosting everywhere. Oh, you know what? That's funny. We got an email from a, a lady, and I wasn't sure whether to read it or not on the air. I couldn't decide. I kept hey, going I'm back sure it's book. fine. No, Michael, be quiet in there. Um... <laughs> It was about her daughter who had a couple of drinks, college-age young gal, 
Um, but but of, of, of legal age. I think she may have been 21, 22. Had a couple of drinks, got busted for DUI, and the penalty that they were going to hit her with would have made it extremely difficult for her to keep her job, and she would have owed big fines, had no way to pay them, and gone into a spiral of, of, of you know terrible financial outcomes. But because mom and dad could hire an attorney, and a good one, her penalties were vastly reduced to the point that she could keep her job mm-hmm. and go on with her life. And, boy, that, that email troubled me. I wasn't sure, you know, what our take should be, or, or I, I really wanted to think about it for a while before I brought it to you, but that, that bothered me. Well, the, 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 we, we haven't decided as a, we've decided as a society drinking and driving is bad, yes. and we've come up with a penalty. But yeah. I don't think anybody decided, you know, let's make the penalty uh, ru- ruins, your, ruins your life. Right. One, one DUI ruins your life. Right. Well, it went from six months with no license to four months restricted license, and it went from something like a month in jail to, um, you know, picking up trash on the weekends and going to a bunch of uh, AA meetings I think and, and go- DUI classes. I like the picking up trash on the weekends and stuff like that. Yeah. Huge inconvenience. All that sort of stuff, and no BS celebrity. My uh, my uh, uh, community service will be uh, doing a commercial telling kids not to drink and drive. Yeah, I've known I've known people that got it got uh, incredibly BS community service deals. But well, and I, I would go for that if I, I could. I love but. the idea of people picking up trash and stuff like that because it doesn't cost you anything. Because um, as we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, some of these proposals for making fines a proportion of your income. Or wealth, or mm-hmm. something, yeah. because it does it does have a huge difference. Sure, a five hundred dollar fine for me today compared to when I was twenty, completely different thing. Oh, please, yeah, be many, many, many multiples to get your attention the way that five hundred dollars did back in the day. Depending on your status in life, talking to y'all at this point. But here's the deal: guilt. Well, has sometimes been... it's the other way around, though. It's meant to be a mild punishment, and it's a huge punishment. Yeah, for somebody because they don't have much money. Yeah. But the idea that in an, uh, an offense like, and I'm not being soft on drunk driving, and well, why did I even say that? If you think I am, you're an idiot and should probably find a dumber radio show to listen to. But guilt has been established, and then the huge life-changing difference in the repercussions are based entirely on person A can afford to hire an attorney who's good and sharp and will say to the prosecutor, I'm going to fight you on every single aspect of this. I'd say most. And make it time-consuming, expensive, maybe she gets off completely, or we meet in the middle. Yeah, all through my youth, the idea of hiring an attorney, no, they appoint you one, don't they? Right. I can't hire an attorney. And you might, it's laughable. Well, the idea of it would have been laughable. And you might, therefore... Hello, how it? much are you? I'm $100 an hour. Okay, bye. What? <laughs> um... So, but the idea that the poorer person would have their life seriously knocked off track, and the person with money to pay for good, I just I'm really uncomfortable with that. If it's a justice system and guilt has been established, guilt has been admitted to. That's well, a tough I guess one. Guilt has not been proved in a court of law because that's the whole point. It's a plea bargain. Mm. Yeah, it, it just it's bothersome. Because the particulars of it, and, and I'm especially sympathetic to this because I have a couple of kids who are young, out on their own. Uh, as, as the great moral leader Bill Cosby once said, I have money, you don't have money. You want money, go make some money. 
But so anyway, my two big kids were out on their own at this point. If they lost their licenses for six months, it would be it would be devastating to them. Um, not to mention the other penalties. It'd be extremely difficult to hold on to their jobs because they're not highly placed insurance executives with years of tenure in the company. And the company would say, don't worry about it, Jim. You t- we'll work around you. You work around. No, they don't work that sort of job. And so I'm pretty sympathetic to the plight of the uh, the working class at this point. So would you hire them a lawyer or would you rather not answer that question? Uh, I would. I absolutely would. I mean, just because I think there's a problem with the system doesn't mean I'm willing to be trampled by it to make some sort of point. I, I think would, I would, de- it would depend on whether or not I feel like they actually, thinking of my own kid now when they're older, if they actually are, you know, feel like they did something wrong and repentant. If I'm feeling like they're taking it pretty lightly, well, you probably need to be miserable for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. But if you're actually, oh my God, I can't believe I let that happen, it was a mistake here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you asked me about my kids as opposed to in principle. If it's in principle, I agree with you a hundred percent. I just know Kate and Dak and just the way they'd be. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Thought starter. I don't even have a conclusion to this. It just bothered me. It does help the uh, the 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 Johnny Cochran thing. I'll always remember that about uh, the O.J. Simpson trial. It's not a race thing. It's not about black and white. It's about green. The color of justice is green, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and reminds me, great Better Call Saul last night. Oh, really? Speaking of justice. And so would he get a person the... out of trouble or not? Is he good at it? Oh, that's oh, what he the, does. He's the best. He's the best at it? Yeah. With zero moral accountability. <laughs> well, not no, not zero, just very little. <laughs> as little as you could possibly have, and he does it in the most garish suit you could ever imagine. <laughs> to quote John Cusack in the film classic, uh, what the heck's the name of it? It's one of my favorite movies. Gross point blank. He says, my army psychology testing showed a certain moral ambiguity. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, Saul has plenty of that. Armstrong and Getty. Got this text. I'm going to Costco. There better be roasted chickens, or I'm going to be one pissed off prepper. <laughs> their, their roasted chickens at Costco are so good. Oh, that's good eating right there and healthy. You know, Judy and I have patronized a couple of different stores that offer the uh, rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. It's damn fine. Oh, I, just, I just think that's one thing that America has gotten right is the rotisserie chicken. That's Practically wherever you go, you can find a delicious rotisserie chicken. That's one thing America has gotten right. Well, that's why millions of people are busting down the doors to get in, Jack. Our freedom, our economy, and our roasted chicken. That reminds me. people. Some people won't find this amusing, but uh, our old... And I got to... Could... Barack Obama serve as vice president. That answer coming up. Oh, good. Um, Why hasn't he endorsed Biden yet? Our oldest dog, Bianca, is is really just like final days, final weeks. Yeah. Uh, She's getting by in pain pills now. You could easily make the argument we're keeping her around for us, not for her at this point. She's not in pain, you know, miserable or anything. She's on pain pills. But anyway... Her, uh, she used to, she ate all our chickens multiple times. We, we <laughs> get, she ate all your chickens? Yeah. She Killed just, them or sh- ate them? Well, they... Because my dogs used to murder chickens, but they wouldn't eat them. Well, she ate them. Holy cow. So, the, I, I assume they died. 
Um, <laughs> well, no, you, you bastard. You know what but I mean. But they were baby chickens, and she just oh. there is, and she's a 180 pound dog, and there's just no keeping her out. I mean, I suppose you could if you built a Brinks vault or something, but I didn't build anything that kept her out. And we had chickens multiple times. The kids were all excited, little kids, and then then she would eat them all, and she would just. She just act like nothing was going on. You turn around for one second, turn around and be like, you know, feathers coming out of her mouth like a right, cartoon. Right, like my dog eats a fly out in the air. But anyway, so we haven't had chickens since. But uh, with her dying, I wish all... I could do that. That'd be a great party gag. Me catching flies with my tongue. Anyway, sorry. Back to your chickens. So we were talking about Bianca and what we want to do with her in her final couple of weeks here and stuff for. Her. And we've been giving her, you know, t- table scraps from the table because what are you going to spoil her? Um, that sort of thing. <laughs> Henry said we could get her some chickens. She really likes eating chickens. <laughs> we kind of got off the idea of like, because she can't really get up, but you could like take those little baby chickens and oh, just toss them to her. Sake. Oh, no. no why are you her? doing this? Turn off his mic, Michael. <laughs> Turn off his microphone. Well, she's dying. Oh, my gosh. Well, so would the chickens be if you did that. It's Stop funny. it. It's funny how some people react. I've told this story to a few people, and some people react in horror, and some people laugh, but we're going to slaughter today. I'm just guessing. 10 million chickens in America? That's mm. probably a low number sure. um, of, yeah. of chickens that will be slaughtered for our eating. But if I say I would do that, people are horrified. Just toss her baby chickens. Oh, shemony. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a little treat for her in her final days. Folks, I am so sorry. <laughs> listen, listen. I know you're thinking you'll never listen again. Number one, I am going to have a stern word. <laughs> With Mr. Armstrong, the minute the show is over. Oh, jeez. Number two, I suspect this will never come up again. So we beg that you, in the in the way the Savior taught us, forgive Jack for his sin and come um, back and listen tomorrow. So somebody threw out there, could Biden make Obama his veep? And I think we all know that after FDR, they passed an amendment that you can only be president twice. Well, it says elected twice nobody's actually sure if you could somehow or another become president more than twice that hasn't actually been worked out yet according to these legal scholars right here constitutional law professors saying well i think they think the the point of it was you couldn't be president more than two terms but it specifically says elected so if he was vice president biden dies he becomes president he wasn't elected president Wow. So think he probably could be. There you go. Biden Obama ticket. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Feel like you're throwing the uh, chicken of democracy into the voracious mouth of uh, oppression. Wow. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is, uh, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, Joe, I'm picturing your wife working the polls today, having to tell people, there's one donut per per voter, sir. I want you to put that back. (laughs) Or telling somebody, hey, Obama's not on the ballot. We're not cheating you. My wife is unfailingly pleasant and helpful. That's just who she is. She will end the day hating humanity. <laughs> and I will be there with my warm, hating humanity embrace to greet her. Positive Sean, a final thought for us? Yeah, if you if you got somebody you want to vote for, go out and vote. There you go. That's my, that's my message for the day. If you aren't registered to vote, register and vote. Jack, final thought? 
Yeah, if you're uh, the kind of political nerd that, like, you're going to be watching the results come in tonight and, and getting into it, I'll, I'll be texting or tweeting about it. Join us on the tweet conversation for the rest of us nerds that are into it. And my final thought is I've expressed a couple of times today, there is stuff on the ballot other than the president. Show up and vote. Even, I don't know, maybe you're a... Uh, Republican, and you know Trump's going to be the nominee. There are propositions. There are Congress people. Show up and vote. You know, I always went to MSNBC for Chris Matthews, and now that he's uh, retired, I don't think I got any use for that channel anymore. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have an unbelievable video. A brazen robbery of a of a drugstore in San Francisco. Gang of women just clearing the shelves and walking out with impunity. Unreal. Wow. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Uh, it's Chris, I but mean, anyway. Chris. I just did Chris. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I just did Chuck. Armstrong and Getty.